The Instagram live has begun. Boom. Here we go. Ugh. Yum. It's I don't know how you don't enjoy that. We're popular. Three whole people. All right. Shot two. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to grab it out of my hand. I didn't. No, don't grab it. Ah! All right, ready for the third one? I am ready for the third one. Are you guys ready to see Jacob take the third one? No. This is the worst one. No, show your face for once. For once? Here we go. Three. Oh, God. It's gross. It's just gross. <laughs> Man, I just don't feel the same way. That is good stuff. Nope. Yum. Ugh. So due to Jessica not taking or not... Wait. Due to Jessica not completing her research until after the shots were taken, we are taking a fourth shot. Yeah. So here we go. Grab your, grab. it's right there. You can grab your shot. Grab your lime. This one was hard for me. I literally started like before noon well, looking at things and I got so distracted. I read so many mysterious stories, but Tell I me after your shot. Tell All me right. after your shot. Right, shot four. four. Shot four. You heard that. Wow. Fuck, you punished me for your mistakes. <laughs> God, I spilt tequila on my lip. Uh. Excuse me. It's all over my chin. I bet you're used to that, though. Tequila? Huh? Welcome to Three Shots In. This is episode 12. Is it 12? It episode is 12. 12. Yep. I am Jake. That's Jessica. I'm over here. Uh, Today... We took shots of tequila on our Instagram live. Everyone could see it. All of our many, many, many fans were watching. Just countless, countless people, people logged on, which was so encouraging. Yep, it was amazing. Tonight, we will actually be drinking rum and Cokes. Mm -hmm. we, we kept it classic tonight. Uh, for reals, though, that Instagram live, it was a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> if you was. if you have an Instagram, which, mean, which basically means if you're listening to this, you, I know you have an Instagram. Uh, go ahead. Tune in whenever we go live. Uh, we will be going live. I mean, it, really, there is no there is no way to predict. Like by the time this episode comes out, we will have gone live three times, like back to back to back. Right. So I mean, it's a lot of fun. Send us your comments and questions, and we'll answer them live. It's a lot of fun. And uh, if you have any comments or uh, feedback or hate mail or you have wheel ideas or you have topic ideas, send them over to us at fanmail at threeshotsin.com. Once again, fanmail at threeshotsin.com. Oh yeah, because we're super legit now, y'all. Oh yeah, we've gotten like at least a few emails from people. Don't go to threeshotsin.com because there's nothing there. Yeah, there isn't anything we're there. We're still working it out. We own it though. Tonight's theme so surprisingly, Jessica had a hard time. I really did though. Picking something to talk about. This was yeah. her idea of a theme. I thought it was kind of a dumb idea. What? I did. Why? I, I don't know, I just did. I mean, to be fair, I don't think a lot of these are gonna be great until I find my research and I'm like, oh yeah, Jake is gonna make this great. You know oh, I mean? that's true. Last episode was about aliens. Yeah. Jake did not have any faith in that topic until None. he did his research and then he was like, oh damn, I found a good one. I found some cool shit. Uh, but yeah, so this is mysteries. Unsolved mysteries. Well, I mean, mysteries. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, they're mysterious because they're unsolved. Right, that's if true. If they were solved mysteries, they wouldn't be mysteries but anymore. That's a little tip of the hat to another, similar to forensic files. Another I, I old, hate it. Another old 90s I was TV so mad at myself loved. because I Googled 
Unsolved Mysteries, and it was like, everything was like, IMDb, Unsolved Mysteries, episode, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh my God, I remember this stupid show. <laughs> and so I had to change my Google search. It was a great show. Yeah. And maybe, it was, it was underappreciated. Will you pass me one more napkin? You need napkins? I do, I need a napkin for my drink. Oh, look, I grabbed you a bunch and only one fell. Thank you. For you just spilled your drink. I did. I was hoping you wouldn't notice. Oh, I noticed it. It's who fills up a drink this high? Honestly, I, mean, I love tequila shots. I really do think they fuck me up way more than anything else, though. It's hard to tell, though, because I really, really, really don't enjoy the uh, fireball. We've taken fireball shots uh, a couple of times. Yeah, that was and those made me feel great. really gross. That wasn't great. Yeah, it was like the, tequila's it was the, light. You know, right. I, yes. I, I do like it doesn't taste great, but it is light and I don't mm -hmm. feel gross. Yeah, but nothing will compare to the gin we took. Rosemary gin. Oh, that was so good. It was so smooth. And I'm, so I'm smooth. sorry to those of you who listened to that like shots reel we put in the beginning of our episodes. You listened in and you were hoping to hear some grunts, some sounds of displeasure. And all you heard was just the opposite. We were just, I was just pleased. It was just delicious and the entire yep, time. Absolutely amazing, unexpected surprise. Yeah, yep. definitely. Uh, let's do our wheel spin and then we'll jump into my story. I'm down, let's do it. After the wheel spin. Yeah. So first one, here we go. Right, laying it on, I'm impressed. I'm impressed, okay. So I think it means like something that has impressed you. Mm -hmm. Could be recent, could be, you know, old. Okay. I don't know. Something you were impressed by. Right. Well, you spun it first, so you should go first. I know. <laughs> He's mouthing, I can't think of anything. That's okay, because you know what? Time as it exists for us now doesn't exist for you guys. So this is yeah. this is gonna get edited and it's Time. gonna sound so fast mm -hmm. and so seamless. Mm -hmm. Time is a construct. Something that impresses me. Yeah, I'm gonna have to think for a second here. You know what I'm really impressed by? People who can do parkour. Mm, see, that doesn't impress. Whoa, <laughs> that doesn't impress me that much. I'm, no, I really am impressed by that. Like, I I can see it, and I know for a fact that I could not do that. Right. Ever. Yeah. It just doesn't it just doesn't get me impressed. I'm not impressed. You know what? I I may not be impressed by it if I didn't have a story to draw on. You know? Do you remember? So our dad was in the police force for a very long time. Yeah. And there was a gentleman known as the, fuck, what was the name they called him? Oh, uh, yeah. Was that homeless guy who did parkour and got away from everything. They called him the urban ninja. Urban ninja. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the urban ninja. Uh, if we ever have our dad on as a guest, we will ask him about the urban ninja. Parkour is incredibly impressive to me, personally. Um, and I, it freaked me out because it used to be the reason I was impressed by it was because I thought like, oh my God, you could totally live in an urban area and like you watch The Walking Dead and like they mm. can't stay in urban areas because they're like, wow, this is too rich with zombies. There are too many. We can't get away. But you could but then, ninja your way around all If of them. you urban ninja'd, you parkoured your way throughout that whole city, you would get away all the time. But then there was this one video released where like the zombies also did parkour and uh, it was gross. This guy who did parkour put on, I mean, guy or girl, it looked like a dude from the ma masculine hands, but who knows? Uh, he had a GoPro on his forehead. And so he's doing the parkour and they're acting it out. You know, they've got everybody in special makeup. So there are people doing parkour behind him, chasing him every step of the way. And they're made up to look like disgusting zombies. <laughs> 
God. And like there are these zombies. Days later, parkour. Fuck, yeah. Fucking. So fucking terrifying. Yeah. I was like, my butthole was clenched the entire time <laughs> watching this video because there are these fucking zombies keeping up with him the whole way through. It was, that was an amazing video. And I respect parkour. I'm impressed by it. But like, that kind of crushed my hopes and dreams. Not that I ever thought I would be a parkour, you know, athlete or whatever. But, you know, I had some hope, you know, like, oh, I just need to become real fast and real strong. Yeah. And then I can get away from those zombies. Now, you know, not anymore. No. Mm -mm. You'll never make it. No. Past those zombies. cannot escape those parkour zombies. Mm -mm. You know what I'm impressed by? What are you impressed by? I am impressed by people that can cook without even, like, really thinking. Grandma? No. I'm talking, like, specifically, like, Gordon Ramsay. (laughs) Like... Literally, he does those videos and he's like, you know, like. He just knows. Like, you know, paprika in. You know, like he just, he just does it. He just is like, bam. He's like, he's like, he's like, get your chicken, slice the filet, you know, lay it out. Just beat that meat. <laughs> you know, like and he just, he just starts going. That. He's yeah. tossing in paprika with no hesitation. Yeah. He's like, and now the seasoning, salt, pepper, mm-hmm. paprika, sage. Yep. Garlic. I could yeah, I like legit he just he just keeps going and going. He names like 50 different seasonings and then he just he just like rubs it rubs it all in, gets it on the pan. He's like, heat up your pan with some oil. <laughs> Puts it on. And it's just it's just insane. And I'm so impressed because he's not looking at anything. Mm-hmm. He's just he's just cooking. He's just going for it. Ten minutes. Yeah. He's done. 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 And then yeah. he he passes it off. Honestly, I could fall asleep to Gordon Ramsay narrating his own cooking. Yeah. No video required. I could fall asleep to that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's he impre- also because he describes it as he's making it. He's like, oh, that smells amazing. Oh, so yeah. Oh, this smells amazing. Oh, the juices are the juices are. You can't see me, but I'm <laughs> I'm doing some great Gordon Ramsay impressions. The juices are just mm, they're just flowing and he has. Let me describe yeah. it. He has his hand imagine, turned imagine upward, as if palm, he were speaking Italian. Palm toward the ceiling, and he is closing in his fingers so that all the tips are touching in a Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, and fashion. then his entire torso is bending towards it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and mm. then and then he does mm. the he does the the back of the hand into the palm like smack. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious. Just, just fantastic. And I'm impressed by Gordon Ramsay and his cooking. And anyone who can cook without thinking like Gordon Ramsay. Right. That's impressive. Right. Mm-hmm. I too am impressed by that. So I believe it is it is my go. It is time. Mystery. Yep. We are talking about the mystery. Is it Diatlov? Yeah, I can't pronounce it. Diatlov. Say it like you were Russian, like Bliet. Diatlov. 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 The Diatlov Pass. Got it. So we're we're taking it all the way back to 1959. Okay. Mm-hmm. Russia. It was it was the USSR at the time, but modern okay. day. This right. is Russia. So ten students. Okay, that went to the. I wrote it down. I don't even know why I wrote it down. Ural. <laughs> Ural. Ural. How is it spelled? U-R-A-L. U-R-A-L. But it's Russian. U-R-A-L. So Ural. Ural. I mean, I don't know. Ural. Ural. There we go. <laughs> the Ural Polytechnical Institute. Okay. Uh, and they, them along with one ski instructor. Oh shit. I got that wrong. Nine students. One ski instructor. It's only 10 total. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they're heading out, uh, on a notably dangerous expedition, okay, mm-hmm. to the Otor, oh, Otor, oh, nope, fuck it, they're going to a mountain, okay, that's what they're doing, they're going to the, they're going to a mountain, okay, their leader was named 
Dyatlov. <gasps> yeah, oh, weird. Oh, I thought that was the name of the pass. Is it named that before or after they traveled on it? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the students were considered level two hikers. The actual thing was like grade something. I I, narrow, I, I made it simpler. They were level two hikers, okay? Wait, does that mean they were just one off from being beginners or does that mean- No, 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 listen. So they were level two hikers. This was a level three trail uh, and level three is the highest level. Oh, yes. okay. Only three levels. This is the highest. They yeah. were level two. So their, their plan was- they were only level two, so they had to complete this level three trail, and then they'd be level three. Mm -hmm. And now they can go do whatever trail they want mm -hmm. or something. I don't know. Uh, and so this expedition, it was a total of 300 kilometers. It's kind of far. Okay, it's kind of far. It's, it's, it's like 190 miles, something like that. 190 is three kilometers? 300 kilometers? Oh, you said 300. Yeah. You knew 300. I was drunk when you started this story, <laughs> I mean, though. that's true. <laughs> yeah, so it's like 190 miles, something like that. Wow. God. Yeah, quite a distance. Yeah. Uh, so they start their hike. Okay, it's January twenty seventh. Fucking January in yeah. Russia. They went. What the fuck? They went during winter. Why? <laughs> like the middle of winter. That's stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's towards the end, but still, it's winter. Yeah. Uh, they expected to reach their destination to travel the entirety of the three hundred kilometers by February twelfth. Okay, Yikes. let's do the math. That's sixteen days. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Doesn't sound like fun. How? They wanted to have fun. So February 12th came and went and the group had not arrived. Now it wasn't uncommon uh, for for groups taking this trail to take an extra day or two or three, right? Because it, it, it is a level three trail. Right, and right. they were only level two. They were only level two. They weren't even prepared for this. So mm -hmm. I mean, this is level three. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they didn't see it as a big deal. They were like, yeah, it's come a few days, whatever. Right. So come February 20th. Okay, we're eight days past their due date. Yikes, uh, that's have, over a week. They have, <laughs> that, <laughs> that was, wow, good for you. Uh, they had not arrived and they had not been seen. No one knows where they are. Well, shit, they know where they are. They know they're somewhere between, <laughs> somewhere in that 300 kilometers. Okay. Well, you know what? At least they were able to narrow it down. They did. They narrowed it. I mean, Russia's a big place. That's true. And they knew exactly which 300 miles they were walking on. <laughs> that did narrow the search down. 300 kilometers. That's what I said. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so on February 20th, their friends and family demanded that a search party be sent out to look for them. That right? makes sense. So six days later, February 26th, the search Fuck. party found. So they, they've been lost. Oh, they've so been they've out been... there for almost a month. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, I'd be, I mean, I can't even imagine what their families are thinking. Oh, I mean- you, they know. I'd be like, oh, they're fucked. At this point. They're right? fucked. Yeah. yeah. So come the 26th, the search party found what they were looking for. They found a destroyed tent and five dead bodies. Ooh. Okay. Frozen, months, to, frozen to death? We're going to get into that later. Okay. Months of searching go by before they found the other bodies. Oh, okay? man. I know. In, it's it's already the like the way you're describing it. It makes it sound like they weren't just like buried in snow. I don't know in the same location. I don't know. Maybe so they weren't. Yeah, like I said, like they weren't surprised to find that this group was dead, right? Because mm -hmm. they'd been. I mean, it's been. They were supposed to reach the destination at February 12th. It is now February 26th when they found them. Yeah. So they don't have enough food to last that long anyway. It's not looking good. Honestly, a month lost in a Russian in, winter. In a Russian winter yeah no one is confused about what has happened to you oh no 
No, we know. We, we know, know what happened to you. We know exactly what but happened. But do we? Because they were not surprised to find them dead, but they were surprised at how they found them dead. Okay. Or how how the they were surprised at the deadness <laughs> and how <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. So we're going to go we're going to we're going to take a little step back, go All back right. to February 27th, okay? Okay. There's a group of 10 beginning their journey, right? The nine students, the right. one instructor. Yes. Okay. Level 2 instructor. They were level 2. Level the two instructor students. was level 3. Got it. So one in the group because they start they start their journey, one in the group becomes sick and kind of injured, right? He said like he hurt his knee and whatever oh. and he was oh, like okay. I can't I can't make the like two week long journey. Yeah. Like without at least holding you back. Right. He's like, or I die on the way. So he was like, I'm just going to head back to town. You guys go. Don't even worry about it. Makes sense. Right. Yeah. Okay. Took one for the team. Went back home. So there was one body missing. Yeah. So there was nine total. Okay. Nine total in this group. Uh, and through journals and video recordings, uh, they were actually the, we were able to track their exact movements through this 300 kilometer trek. So they, they all end up dying. I don't know. Could you imagine? Yeah, they all died. Seeing but. things. No, you already said it. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine seeing things from the perspective of the dude who was like, "Yeah, I'm not feeling up to it. I gotta go." Right. He was sick, and he. I think. I think it said that he he became sick, and he already had like underlying conditions, and he mm -hmm. was like, "I'm gonna die out there. I'll just I'll slow you guys down because you're trying to carry me. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go back." Uh, good on him. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Uh, and so the group traveled normally, right? Just like. You know, just normal travel, normal journal entry, normal video recording, whatever. Nothing, nothing interesting. Nothing of note. Yeah. What year was this again? This is 1959. Video? Yeah. They have film. Okay. Like Super 8, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just uh, imagine, it, I, I couldn't imagine going on a hike like that and bringing Super 8 camera technology They said video recording. I mean, I'm not questioning it. Okay. So uh, on February 1st, they, they tried to move through a large pass- pass i say that one more time uh and make camp on the other side right of the pass right they tried to make one day's journey to get through this pass is it a separate canyon like yes. cutting past what they were hoping to travel no past? like like they're they're at point a trying to get to point b and somewhere in the middle is this pass that they're trying to get through but but this pass mean like a canyon like something yes. they have to like a bridge they have to go down and then up got it got to it get got around it. it okay okay uh and so their plan was to get through it in one day and make camp on the other side. But there were some poor weather conditions and they were slowed down. In January in Russia? I know. Actually, it's February now. Oof. Yeah. I'm surprised. Uh, so the group decided to set up camp on the side of this pass. Mm -hmm. Right? They were working their way up and they decided to set up camp on the side of it. Yeah. On the slope of it. Rather than walk the, the less than a mile down where there was a forested area. Okay. Oh, where they would no. have where they would have been provided some cover from the weather. But the, their reasoning is unknown as to why they set up camp on the side of this pass. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Uh, we're going to flash forward to the 26th of February. Okay. okay we're going to leave them back. Oh, my God. I'm okay. so stressed out right now. Yeah. I mean, I knew they were lost for that long. You said that already. Yeah. But knowing the circumstances, like, fuck. So. Did it, how, so, did what? it, you already said how long the trek was in total. In total, it should have taken them about 16 days. At this point? Yeah. How far have they trekked? Do you know that? I do know. How long is it? They were only 10 kilometers away from their destination. Oh, man. They had traveled 290 kilometers. Oh, my God. That's so sad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What happens now? So the search party found the campsite. 
Mm -hmm. The tent was destroyed. Upon further investigation, they found out that it was cut open and destroyed from the inside. Whoa. From the inside, this okay. tent was ripped open. Yeah. Okay. And there was no one there. There was nobody in the tent. Nobody's in the tent. But they did find the bodies. They did. Okay. Nine sets of footprints led from the tent down to the forested area down the hill. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So, oh, great. They went to the forest when their tent was destroyed or something. Yeah. I don't know. Except that all of the sets of footprints were not wearing shoes. They were wearing either socks or they were barefoot. What? Yeah, weird. It's like minus 30 outside. <laughs> so like yep. they found like the clothes and stuff were still in the tent, like the yeah. shoes were still there? Their shoes were still in the tent. They cut it open. Someone cut open the tent from the inside and all nine of them fled down this hill towards the forest. In socks and bare in feet? socks and bare feet. What? Yeah. So they followed the tracks and they found their first two bodies. Both of them were wearing nothing but underwear. What? Mm-hmm. Sorry, had, I feel like I've said that like five times it's, already. This is, this is a mystery. What? Lots of questions will be asked. That's, okay. that's understandable. Is it like, do people, is it high elevation or something? Like lack of oxygen type thing? Like they're losing their, their minds? I don't know, man. I've never, I'm not even a level one hiker. <laughs> I can't even imagine a level three <laughs> that's hike. That's true. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That There's no way they were sane. Wearing no fucking clothes. Uh, and they laid, they laid dead close to a tree. The first, like two, was it two, three? Two, first two. two. First two. They didn't quite make it into the forest. Okay. Okay. But they, they, they were found laying dead near a tree that was on the outskirts of the forest. And one of the searchers had spotted and noticed and told everyone, uh, look, uh, that tree has broken branches going all the way up to five meters. Okay, five meters is like give or 15 take feet. 15 feet Yeah, up. like somebody climbed up there. Maybe. That's what they think. In that's, like a fucking hurry if they broke the only, all the branches all the, the way up. That's the only thing that makes sense is that someone tried to climb up and broke every branch okay. on the way. Uh, so then the searchers, you know, they found two bodies. They're, they know that there's seven more and they discover footprints leading away from this tree with broken branches. Three trails of footprints <laughs> going away from the tree. <laughs> Wait, only three? Only three, where they found three more bodies, all heading in separate directions. So all five of these first discovered bodies, they autopsies were done. Yeah. They all died of hypothermia. Of course. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. None of them are wearing almost anything, right? Maybe they were all just having an orgy in this tent. So hold so on. So none of they them were wearing anything. <laughs> no one knows. And it just went instantly insane. Yeah. So hold on, like these next three people also wearing almost nothing. Yeah. All Close three. Close to nothing. Mm-hmm. Very, very clearly, these all of these people were asleep when all of, all of a sudden they're running down a hill. Like there, there was no time for anything. What the fuck? So weird. So if we if we recall, remember this is this is the twenty sixth of February. Yeah. Okay. On May fifth. Okay. Yeah. That's many months later. They finally discovered the other four bodies. So they're still looking this whole time. They were still looking, and on God. May fifth they found them. Uh, and they were found inside the forested area. Mm -hmm. about 75 meters into the forest from the tree that had broken branches. Um, but here's here's where it gets interesting. Only one of those four that ran into the forest or traveled into the forest, we'll say, was found to have died of hypothermia. What, what did the other three die of? One died of a severe head trauma and two others were found to have died from a major chest fracture with the force equivalent of a car crash. Did they fall? No. Like maybe there was like a drop off? No, no drop off. Their chest, the force that would crush their chests in was equivalent to a car crash. What? 
Yeah, getting weird. And I feel like I've made that exact sound several times now. You have. You have. I'm sorry. On top of that, okay. they found no external damage to their bodies. No bruising, no other broken bones, uh. no fracturing. Their chests were caved in, but there was no bruising on the outskirts of their body. Is it possible? Like, did you maybe look into this? Like, maybe, like, there was some kind of avalanche and they were, I mean, I don't know why the people before them would not have been crushed. We'll get into it. Okay. We'll get into it. Okay. Uh, a scientist, I'm going to quote him. He said that their chests were crushed in with no external damage. Yeah. Quote, as if they had been subjected to a very high level of pressure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you would imagine high pressure, you start to like cave in almost. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what it looked like. Okay. But only three of like all 10. No, only two had their chests caved in. One had head trauma. The fuck? The other six died of hypothermia. I'm so confused. Yes. I know. Uh, Stranger still. We're getting even stranger. All four of the bodies that were found inside of the forest had tissue damage to their head and face. Post-mortem. Ew! Yeah. Ew! Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, an animal ate them, right? But it's so That's cold. what I thought at first, but they weren't eaten. They weren't chewed on. No. Parts of their flesh were cut off. Ew! What? Yeah. How? For example, one had their eyebrows removed. Their eyebrows were cut off of their flesh. How many? This is just one. What? One, eyebrows cut off. Uh, Another had his eyeballs removed. Oh, God. Just the eyeballs. You know that's not a bird or something. Just the eyeballs. Uh, and another was missing. This was this was a female, which I thought maybe that's why more happened. I don't know. She was missing her tongue, her eyeballs, her lips, a large portion of her facial tissue, and a chunk of her skull. Not her brain. Her skull. What? Yeah. I know. Ugh. Very, very weird. Oh, that's gross. Uh, many, right? You said avalanche. Yeah. Many believed that natural forces were to blame, right? They they, they well, think that an avalanche. Honestly, up until you talk about like the damage done to like the last three they discovered. Yeah. I was like, okay. So like hypothermia, of course that's understandable in a Russian winter. Yeah. Although, you know what? Are are Russian winters the same as our winters? False. Russian winters are terribly worse. No, no, no. no. Hold on. Think what like, I mean by that is like by month. Our winters, the way we're time. used we're to. Same time. We're in the northern hemisphere. They're in, their winter is our winter. Okay. But they're on their, the, they're their altitude, on like the other side of the world. Their altitude is up towards Canada, Alaska. Fuck. Greenland, Iceland. Oh my God. That's, that's the level of cold they're dealing with. So yeah. like there is, see, so what, I, what I'm trying to say is hypothermia Makes sense. Makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. The them getting confused, not getting dressed before running away from their tents. That's odd. But at the same time, like, I don't, I don't fuck. I'm, I'm level fucking like negative two yeah. in hiking. We're level two so, hikers or yeah. level, level negative two hikers. Level, level, yeah. <laughs> level negative two in fucking like, like freezing temperature hikes, mm-hmm. you know? So like, I don't know anything about this shit. Uh, what altitude are they even at? You know, like, I don't fucking know. So like, uh, I'm specifically, like, by the way, this, okay. their, where they were hiking was specifically considered Northern Russia. Ugh. So you can only imagine how, oh my how cold it was during winter. Fucking cold as shit. So like, I, I can't even fathom that level of cold. I've never even experienced that level of cold. I think the coldest I've ever, I've ever been in was like 19 degrees. The coldest I've ever been in was 14 and it was fucking freezing, yeah. but I was in a car. <laughs> I I was yeah. able to be either in a house briefly 
out outside but like from a car to a house that had heat car had heat house had heat yeah and i was like uncomfortable the whole time but like not dying of hypothermia yeah so well, like th- hold to on. Be fair, three of them didn't die of hypothermia <laughs> that's <laughs> i that's true but like can you say they suffered a better fate i don't think you can i don't know i don't i mean missing half your face but like post-mortem Either Post-mortem. way, that's that a fucking means, creepy that as shit. Means after they were that's dead. That's creepy as fuck. <laughs> okay, so like hypothermia, you understand. You're like, okay. And then you're telling me about like pressure, like two of them, it looked like like pressure to their chest, like their chests had been caved in. That wasn't postmortem. No, that is was that was the cause of death. And they specifically said no human with any instrument could have caused that damage, period. Let alone cause that damage without any external damage. See, that's what's odd, though, is that the other bodies were already there outside of the forest line without any damage. There was nothing. There was nothing wrong with their bodies. Right. It was just hypothermia. Mm-hmm. It was you froze to death essentially. But there's no there's no caved in chests with those. Nope. Why would you suffer a caved in chest and pressure after entering the forest where like there's fucking trees and like tree trunks catching all the pressure of this like like potential and hypothetical avalanche? Like actually an avalanche would cause external damage. That is an external force. Exactly. But why wouldn't the bodies suffer postmortem damage from that avalanche? Also, the bodies that were on the outside of the forest. Also, hold on. Let's get back to this real quick. Okay. So, right, they believe an avalanche is what sent them running down the hill. Okay. And that the cold weather took care of the rest, right? Right. Cold as shit. They had none of their equipment. They froze to death. They died. Except the tent wasn't covered in snow. Neither were the bodies. What? There was no avalanche. There was nothing at all. Could it have melted? No. It was the middle of winter. If anything, the snow would have gotten higher. When they found the tent, they said there was about a foot of snow. When they found the bodies, there was a few inches of snow because they were down the hill. Maybe it was different. When they found the four bodies, there was about three feet of snow. This is in May. What? There's additional snow. Ew. Yeah. Ugh. No avalanche happened that would have caused anything. So 1959 is when this all happened. USSR. Yeah. They, they sent the files to a secret archive and they were stashed. No one looked at them. That was that. No one was allowed to investigate. No one was allowed to question. That's it. That's so creepy. 50 years later. Okay. It's 2009. The files entered Russia now, uh, entered Russia's public domain. So people are able to read the information, uh, you know, investigate if they want or whatever. In 2018, the bodies were exhumed for study. Okay. Autopsies were performed again. From graves, I assume. From graves. They discovered all the bodies. Right. They had them all. They were all buried. So the bodies were exhumed and they looked at them again. And in 2019, Russian authorities reopened the investigation. Okay. But no conclusion was reached and the case was set aside unclosed. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Even today, Uh, 1959, they don't understand what happened. I get it. You don't have the technology of today. Yeah. Except they did have the technology of today. Last fucking year. Yeah. And they could not figure out anything new. Uh, That was it. Case closed. Well, actually, case still open, but case, you know, forfeited. For the time being. Yep. Ugh. Honestly, I think the reason it weirds me out is also because it makes me think of, like, at the same time, simultaneously, it makes me think of the movie The Thing. Kind of. Do you remember that? Yep. So it makes me think of The Thing because it was freezing temperatures. I'm pretty sure it takes place in Antarctica. 
It's like a bunch of scientists. Maybe. It's yeah. like an Antarctic base or something. They're just out there to study the weather and the wildlife and stuff, whatever. And then boom, aliens. It also makes me think of the ritual. That's exactly what I thought of. Yes. Was the ritual. I mean, they fucking camp. They go to sleep. You know, like they're thinking like, oh, there's nothing fucking wrong right now. And then they wake up and it's just fucking chaos. If no one, if anyone listening hasn't seen the ritual, I don't think it was a Netflix original. I think it was an indie film. No, it was an indie film, but yeah. Netflix bought it. Right. It, it is considered a Netflix original now. Uh, so that, Jessica, was the mystery or the incident at Dyatlov Pass, nice. named after Dyatlov. Their guide. Their, he was the leader of the group, yeah. He wasn't actually the the leader guy, the the guide that helped them, the level three hiker. It was one of the level two hikers, but he was the leader of the group. God, that's so creepy. It's weird. Is, I, was it? Was there only one female? Did it there even were mention? Two, it did say there were eight males and two females. Okay. Now, when it came to the bodies, um, I know that the first two they found that were dead were males. Mm-hmm. The three that fled in different directions, two were males, one was female. The okay. four that ran into the forest, three were male, one was female. And the female one was the one that was missing like half her face. She was missing her tongue, her eyes, her lips, a lot of her facial God, flesh. that's fucking weird. And her skull. Not, not, brain, not her skull, not her but brain. pieces of her skull. Her brain was decaying as normal. Actually, nothing was decaying. It was all frozen. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was intact. Mm-hmm. Everything that they saw was natural to what they expected, except, except that the skull was missing. In a that giant portion of chunk her face. of her skull was taken. Yeah. Yep. Ugh. God, that's why it makes me think of the ritual. Yeah, it's weird. It's gross. I told you this, like, I don't know how I haven't seen a horror movie with this exact plot because that would be nuts. Yeah. Like thinking about horror movies, you know, they heard some monster or something. They cut their way out, sprinted down the hill because the forest meant safety or something which clearly didn't. Uh, they get to this tree, right? They, th- by the way, there was there was a fire that they tried to tried to start, but they just couldn't. Where? By the tree. By the first tree? The first tree. Where the first, like, two people were found? Yes. They found what looked like they tried to make a campfire, but didn't work. What? Yeah. So they, they tried to set up a fire outside of the forest, on the outskirt of this forest, next to a tree. Okay? It makes it sound like they felt like they had time. Maybe. I don't know. Ugh. Like they were hiding there or yeah. something. Now, but when you say missing eyebrows, do you mean like the hair was gone or like they had been cut off? The flesh that his eyebrows sat on was gone. It's like someone killed, something killed them and then was building a face. It's like, it's like, it's like Jack the Ripper had sex with the abominable snowman and they had a baby. And then that serial killer, abominable snowman baby went wandering through Russia. Very similar. Ugh. I know. Uh, I'm going to leave you with that while we go on break. Yeah, bitch. Uh, you weren't ready for that mystery. No, that was gross. That was nasty. How I did know. you feel researching that? Oh, it was gross. It was dirty. <laughs> I was like, oh. Because it's real. Yes, I know. It's real. So is this shit. Well, it even more real is that the USSR tried to bury it. They didn't want people to know. They, had, they didn't want anyone to listen to the new one like the one that just came out just barely this morning no they make fun of you for having an easily voice that's fucked up i can't control that the only reason you want to know why i said it 
because you made fun of me for having a nasally voice. I'll just go through, turn off, turn off the get rid of the nasal bitch setting and you'll oh, be gone. Oh, then who's going to hear your voice? What? <laughs> nah, I could take bitch, but nasal? <laughs> Honey, that's yours. No. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> 100% fuck you, bitch. <laughs> no. Jessica, you are. So moral of the story, let's let's get back to some plastic straws, right? Am I no, right? No, for real. Yeah. But it's going to be a whole other election before California. Fuck, Tally. My God. Tally Goral. She's being so demanding Hi. right now. Oh, she's yeah. She's so needy. She just wants my love. And she's like shoving her face into my crotch. Like, pet me. Let me hear the chomps. Oh. Oh, God. She's climbing up. Oh. Chomp at me, bitch. She ran away. Oh, shit. Surprise. <laughs> Sneak attack. <laughs> it's like what? It's like watching Jaws. <laughs> That's what that's what great whites do, you know. Oh, they go underneath. Yep. They attack you from underneath. <gasps> Tally Goral, are you a great white shark? You may as well have been in, in inside an inflatable donut. And she just boom yeah. got you from right underneath. Just got my little swimmer legs. Except you'd never catch me swimming in the ocean. Ever. In my life. Never. You'd never catch me like in open water in an an inflatable donut. <laughs> Why not, Jessica? How stupid. You can ride the waves. It's like a target. A it's target. like you're making your ass a bullseye. What does Rob Schneider say in 50 First Dates? Shocks. They only bite when you touch their private parts. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> your breath smells like shit. Back from break. Okay, I'm going to spin it. Oh, this one is from our mother. Oh, this mom. Is, this mom is the, recommended. This is the same mother that we have together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she says, what room in Hogwarts would you want to have sex in? Make whoopee? Yeah, make the whoopee. Now, um, bump uglies? Now, we did read this this uh, uh, wheel topic, and we decided to make the condition that it could not be the room of requirement. Because, I mean, that's just too easy. For Hogwarts fans... You know exactly what that is. For people who are not fans of Harry Potter and the Harry Potter universe at all, the room of requirement, you walk in and all you have to do is think about what you want and the room appears as you want it. Like, oh shit, yeah. I got to pee really bad. Boom, you're surrounded by a bathroom. Or like, man, wouldn't it be dope if we were in like a room, a hotel room with a heart-shaped bed and a mirrored ceiling? Boom, you're in it. Yep. You know, oh shit, I really want to read a good book. Boom, you're in like a library with like, a fuck ton of really good books. It's literally whatever you want. So that's why that's against the rules. You can't yeah. say you want that room. You cannot say that room. Right. Any other room is fair game. Yeah. What room? The first one that comes to mind, honestly, there are two that I, I got. Find, I got one that are, I find specifically really romantic. And that's the Hogwarts or Hogwarts, the, um, uh, Gryffindor. Um, fuck. It's the main room, the commons room, the commons room, common room. Yeah. Gryffindor common room. And that's because it's super pretty and it's like really warm looking. You wouldn't know this, but like 
It's full of gold and red. It's like a really romantic little room. The other one <laughs> is the astronomy tower. I was going to say the astronomy tower. <laughs> Dude, the astronomy tower is totally where we're at. Right? I oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. The highest tower in all of Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look out the windows and there's all the fucking magical stars. Yup. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Astronomy tower all the way. Now, what's the room that you would least want to have sex in? This this wasn't in the wheel. I'm just adding that in myself. Least preferenced room for the sexing. The Slytherin common room. Nah, see, I think that'd be okay. I think that'd be okay. I understand. I understand the hesitation for it. I didn't hesitate. I No, I understand the hesitation to not want it, not want to be yeah. there for the sexing. Because it's super like chilly looking and I'm yeah. like, I know I'm just going to be cold. Uh, no, mine would definitely be Hagrid's hut. I, no, I'd go to town in the I would, hut. I would not like to be in Hagrid's hut. I would hut. rock Hagrid's hut. No, it's all, it's all like tight fitting and, and dirty. And he's got that dog that's just drooling everywhere. Mm-mm. That's a, that's a pass. That's not that's a, pass a pass for me. For me. No, I'd, yeah. I, I could make it work. Mm-mm. Can't do it. Ooh, what about the great hall? I could I'd, do it there. I'd do it in the great hall. Yeah, I'd do it. <laughs> Yeah. But see, I'd get like really bold. Right on, right on like, like Dumbledore's Dumbledore's <laughs> spot. You that's know? what I was saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like really bold and rebellious and like be like, oh, yeah, let's do it up there where like the fucking professors sit. The toilet ghost. And, yeah. You know, the moaning su- myrtle, the super big steroid snake at the bottom. The basilisk. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like it. Cool concepts. But at this. But it just it was executed like, in a really boring way. Like. How big are the fucking pipes in Hogwarts that this massive, yeah, how massive like, snake can slither through the? Why pipes? are they that worried about like about like massive shits? That's the only way yeah. I could make that make sense. Unless they were like, no, we're definitely gonna send people down there. In which case, I'd be like, okay, well then you should have found the basilisk a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we could, like I said, like Jacob yeah, said, oh, actually, fuck. we, we could can talk go, about we that. We could go on and on all we're, day. We are, Jacob's a closet nerd. I am not closeted. We are extremely nerdy, but uh, we'll go ahead and move on because not all of you are. Elias probably isn't. Oh, he definitely is. He understood everything. Is he really? We saying. I you don't think know. So? I'm assuming. What about Didi? Didi, are you a nerd? Maybe. I don't know. Are you a Harry know. Potter nut? Lord of the Rings nut, perhaps? No. I'm going to say Elias is both, though. You think so? Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, Jessica. It's my turn. Talk about your mystery, so your your mystical mystery. My super mystical mystery is one that has creeped me out. My like the first time I heard of it since then, like on. Yeah. It's given me the heebie-jeebies. Spontaneous human combustion. Spontaneous what? Human combustion. <laughs> Literally in my notes, I have spontaneous human combustion. Next line. Ew. Ew, no, he was right. That's some weird shit. No, for real. So like the earliest, I, I, cause I, I opened well, up ex- a few windows. You need to explain I've been, what it is. All right. So spontaneous human combustion is exactly the way that it sounds. And that is spontaneously and with seemingly no cause. Someone will just burst into flame and burn up in seconds. And you can't hear it or see it because my hands are really dry, but I snapped my fingers. That's snapped, how fast. like this. Listen. Like that. Just. Uh, the first time I ever heard of spontaneous human combustion was just this like random ass documentary. Um, I don't know if it was on YouTube or it was just like I was catching like the tail end of it on like the sci-fi channel or history yeah, that's channel. that's probably or, where it was. But either way, I found it 
and I'm watching it and I'm like, no way is this fucking real. Come to find out it's a documentary about things that have actually happened. Like there was this one, it was this old woman just hanging out in her house. You know, someone, some, a family member or maybe a friend had stopped by her house. They talked, they chatted, had some tea. She, this was in England. Um, her friend takes off. People start like smelling smoke. So they call the authorities. The authorities show up at her house. They make their way in. They find of this old woman who lived by herself only one blackened, burnt up spot in the middle of her living room. And in that spot, they find ashes, like a spring and a little scrap of leather and one whole foot with a with a slipper still on it. Oof. The rest of her body is gone. And if, if you know anything about burning, you would know that fire does not burn through bone. Like in order for something like that to happen has to be in, insanely and incredibly hot. Fire does not naturally burn that hot unless you're in some like very special circumstances. So the fact that it happened in her home, that it would burn that hot, you'd think like the rest of her house would be burned also. Right. Nope. Just that one spot where she was sitting and the rest of her house was fully intact. Like there, don't get me wrong. There were like some signs that like some really intense heat had been present where she had burned up. So like there were some places a few feet away that like plastic had been, had been melted. And, uh, like the, you know, the rug in that area had also been melted because the fibers and stuff. Other than that, her house was untouched. There was no electrical evidence, you know, of like a, of an electrical fire. Her house obviously did not just go up in flames. Like it was nothing like that. It was just that one spot. And that one story freaked me out so bad. It just stuck with me over the years. And there are photos of it, by the way, if you ever get curious. Well, cause like there's nothing you can do about that. No, like, you can't no, do of course anything. not. Now people have tried to explain it away. They're like, no, you know, it can be explained. There's a scientific reason. She was a smoker. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. are you fucking kidding me? She was a smoker. Her body would burst into flame so terribly because that's another thing about spontaneous human combustion is that inexplicably it seems that the fire has combusted, has begun from within your body, not outside of it, which is what a cigarette would do. Now people are are musing. They think she swallowed her they, cigarette? They think like a cinder wandered into her lungs somehow and that that's how she caught fire. People have wondered that. And that her lungs were lined with gasoline? I fucking guess so. Like, it made no sense to me. I was like, no, I don't understand that. So I've been looking into it. I ended up finding this article of like all these recorded instances of people spontaneously combusting and surviving, which I had never heard of before. Because they can tell their story. I know. Gross. So like, okay, I don't know which one I should start with. Should I start with the one that ended up horribly and terribly impossible to heal from burned or the one who ended up not burned at all? Let's start with not burned at all. Okay. Because that sounds like he made it up. Okay. So we're going to start all the way down with, let's see. All right. So if we're going to go by order of like people least affected by the combustion to like people most affected. Yeah. Because listen, listen, if you survive spontaneous combustion. Yeah. Okay. If you got like no burnage, no scars, I don't believe you for a second. So well, I want to hear that one first. You sure? You know? I mean, what, what, it's not what a big deal. I can go backwards. Just, That's basically how it goes. The oldest ones seem to be the most intense. And then like the more recent it gets, the more people seem to be like 
more knowledgeable on how to actually stop fires. You know what I mean? But there'd still be burns. There are, to an extent, some of them. Just go in the order that you took the notes. Just make this go smooth and easy. Sure. Yeah. Because, like, know. the oldest one I have is the most intense of the, all right, of all the right. accounts all right. I have. Do, do the order I said. Okay. Least affected to most affected. All right. So this isn't the most recent case of spontaneous combustion. It's just the most recent I have. Yeah. So I did my I did my research. I looked at like about three different articles. You know, I, uh, upon like other research, it just kind of all said the same thing. But I found three articles. This one happened in 1996, February 11th. <gasps> the day after your birthday. Yeah. So. Exactly 364 days before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a woman named Kay Fletcher said that she thought her sweater had caught on fire. Her husband, Mike, said that, that she had claimed that she felt a burning, that there were, were flames, in fact, on her sweater, that they, they put them out. You know, he was able to stop the fire and he checked her back for burns. Uh, however, he inspected her body, her back, and he found nothing but just some red skin and noted that there seemed to be smoke coming off of her skin itself. They removed huh. the sweater and there was smoke continuously coming off of her body. Huh. Quote. How, how old was she? I, I don't actually have that much information on it. What was her name? Kay Fletcher. Kay. K-A-Y. Kay. Fletcher. All right. She was probably, probably in her 30s, 40s. Okay. I'm just going off of stereotypical people named Kay. 1996 though. Yeah. 30s or 40s. Okay. If you say so. Anyway, her husband, Mike Fletcher, yeah. is quoted saying the following. It was actually coming off of her skin, but there was no flame. The smoke was so thick that we had to turn on the fan and open the window just to get the smoke out of there. Now, earlier in my life, I had worked at a crematorium and the smell was that of burnt flesh, unquote. Huh. So that's the most recent account I was able to find. Next most recent, 1985. Vietnam vet Frank Baker uh -huh. is on a fishing trip with some buddies. He's chatting with his friends. They're hanging out in their cabin when boom, he is engulfed in flames. It is that fast. <laughs> yeah. His friends, because they were present, they're able to put him out. Flames are gone. They take him to the hospital because they're like, what the fuck was that? Okay. They're worried about his health. Is he burnt like really intensely let's get him looked at so the doctors take a look at him they examine him and later on after their examination they conclude that the fire must have started from within him but cannot figure out how huh fucking weird yeah that's why it freaks me out so bad it's so gross there's no way to no. predict it no way to no. prevent it there's no warning either <laughs> you're just on fire you're sitting on a fucking sofa talking to your buddies and then boom you're on fire what the fuck Anyway, that would be pretty cool, though. No, it'd be I awful. Don't know. It'd, be pretty cool. it'd be awful. Okay. Next, we're going to go way back, more than 100 years back. Oh. Now, this isn't necessarily that that's how much time went between the mo this case no, that I just years mentioned. From us. And anyway, no, 100 years before, more than 100 years before the 1985 one I just talked about. Oh, okay. The Vietnam vet, Frank Baker. Yeah. Okay. That happened in 1985. We're going to jump back all the way back to January of 1835. Oh, shit. We jumped way the A fuck back. A long, long fucking time back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's this man, James Hamilton. He's the professor at the University of Nashville. Uh, he's outside. He's measuring the atmosphere. 
Okay, running some experiments, doing some stuff for his class. He plans on taking his results back. Yeah, sounds talk, lame. Talk to his students. Uh-huh. No big deal when he claimed he felt a sudden and sharp pain in his left thigh. Didn't pay a whole lot of attention to it at first, but it became more intense. Then it became so painful it was impossible to ignore. He looked down and he saw flame had erupted from his leg. So calmly, calmly, he covered the flame with his hands in order to stifle the oxygen and he successfully put it out that way. Then he investigated his body. He removed his pants later on and discovered on his skin was a very dry spot and a perfectly burned circle in his pants. Now, a layer of undamaged underwear was between his skin and the burned pants, huh. which is something he could not explain. And he was noted <laughs> scientifically as a reliable case of, quote, partially spontaneous combustion. Partially spontaneous. Partially. Yeah. Because it happened on his skin and his pants, but not the layer in between for some reason. Yeah, that sounds partial to me. Right? I thought so too. Okay, so we're going to jump on back even further. Uh, By the way, he was noted in an actual American medical journal. And for anyone who's curious, that is the American Medical Journal um, of Medical Sciences, volume 17. No one was curious. I'm just, I mean, if you were, who knows? I'm going to help you out and let you inform you. Not a single person was curious. I, you know, someone might have been. And if they were, there you go. There's, there it is right there. Now, anyway, we're going to jump all the way back. Not as far back this time, not a hundred years. Yeah. Just, you know, to 1822. Oh, so just a short jump now. Right. Yeah. In France. Oh, we're international. Right. Uh, outside of a village called, and I'm going to try to pronounce this right, uh, now, if I were yeah. to pronounce this like uh, an American who didn't understand French pronunciation at all, it would look like Loignan, L-O-I-G-N-A-N. No, I don't know. Whatever. So there's this man named Renaton. Est-ce que vous comprenez le français? He's outside. Yeah. Walking around. That was all my French, just so you know. (laughs) That was all of it. (laughs) Congrats. Good job. Thanks. So he's, uh, you know, Rennie. He's out walking around. Yeah. Okay. When he feels a sudden sharp pain in his right index finger. Looks Mm -hmm. and he realizes his right index finger has ignited. Oh. Yes. So rapidly, he shakes his hand to extinguish it and his entire hand bursts into flame. Okay. At this point, he smacks his hand against his pants, hoping to extinguish the flame. Now his pants have caught fire as well. He runs back to his house, which apparently isn't far. He calls to his wife to get cold water, dunks his hand in the cold water, and it does nothing, according to this account. Fucking nothing at all. A crowd of his neighbors has amassed. They are watching him trying to extinguish the flame and nothing is working. He dips his hand into wet mud and the flame is- I dunk my hand into the cold water and (laughs) nothing happened. I dunk it into the mud and- Nothing. Nothing happened. Okay. Yeah. He dunks his fucking hand into milk and nothing happens. He's just, he's just boiling water. Until finally- He's boiling mud. He's boiling milk. His wife retrieves holy water to extinguish the flames and that seems to do it. She's whipped out some holy water. I guess they I just know. fucking found it or they had like maybe a little in 1820s France. You just, you just kept that shit around. I mean, I don't know. who knows? Maybe they were Catholic and they just had that shit lying around just in case. Bucket of holy water. Whatever, whatever the reason was, I'm sure he was grateful as shit because that finally put the flame out. Okay. 
Miraculously, there is no damage to his hands. Oh. Burns were on his clothes where his hand had touched to put out the flames, you know, when he was kind of like smacking yeah. in his pants. There were burns located there, but not upon his skin on his hands. And there was very minimal damage to his body because obviously his pants had caught fire. You'd imagine there'd be some damage to his legs or at least the skin upon his legs. And there were there was very minimal damage. But there were witnesses. There were many witnesses, apparently. And uh, the because of that, because of the proof behind it, Uh, It was logged in a French medical journal as an anomaly. And that journal, I will try to pronounce, is the Nouveau Journal de Médecine, Chirurgie Pharmacy, Volume 15. So no one cared before, (laughs) less than no one cared now. Well, see, I thought maybe I sounded like a pompous ass trying to pronounce it correctly. So I just said, fuck it and pronounced it like an American, like everyone was assuming. Let me read it. All right. All right. Let me read it. I'll pronounce it. I'll highlight it. I'll pronounce it. There's no mistaking it. Okay, here we go. Nova Journal de Médecine, Chirurgie Pharmacie, <laughs> volume 15. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nailed it. You, I mean, it sounded legit to me. See, you didn't realize that I could speak French. I had no idea. No. Um, you know, that's what I'm impressed by. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So we've got Rennie there. We're going to go all the way back. That was 1822. We're going back? We're going We're back? We're going further back. Hey, I'm, I'm happy of your use of the word further there. Mm-hmm. Even further back. Now, there are earlier cases. I did not, unfortunately, have the time to note them. But the earliest case I could find with the time I was allotted happened in October 1776. <gasps> that was a sacred year, 1776. Yes, it was. That was the year that our forefathers sent the big middle finger over to <laughs> King George. So 1776. Sorry, UK listeners. Sorry, UK you listeners. You were not involved. No. Your ancestors' ancestors were involved. Right. We like tea now, but we, out of spite, did not like it then. Yeah. Yeah. But now we're chill. We're chill with the tea. We're chill. And with you. And if you have accents and you're hot, send us an email. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Single. Anyway, October 1776, Italian friar, this is in Italy, Italian friar Don Gio Maria Bertoli okay. survived his spontaneous combustion like the others. He was staying with a brother-in-law. He went to bed until later into the night, the others in the house could hear him screaming in his bedroom. They go running. They go in to help, seeing upon entering that he was engulfed in unnatural blue flames. Blue flames. Blue. Shit. They said that as they approached him and reached out to grab him, the blue fire seemed to cringe away from their hands as though it was aware that they were present. Okay. So as they approached and they tried to, you know, pat him down, the fire ended up distinguishing, distinguishing, extinguishing. Yeah. Okay. So the fire's out. However, he was fully engulfed his entire body. And for a while, long enough that they started to hear the screams, definitely heard the screams, decided to investigate and found him in the state that he was in. Um, So Friar Bertoli explained later on before his eventual death that it felt as though his hand, that a hand, an unseen, invisible hand had struck him and suddenly the flames erupted. His shirt, trousers, and hair were somehow completely untouched, regardless of the fact that his entire body had suffered terrible burns. A physician later examined him and noted, quote, right arm almost wholly detached and pendant from the flesh. Ew. So hanging off, essentially. Yeah. 
From shoulders to the thighs, the integuments were equally injured, and on the right hand, the part most injured, mortification had already commenced. Oof. Notwithstanding immediate scarification rapidly extended itself, the patient complained of burning thirst and was horribly convulsed. He passed by stool, putrid, and bilious matter and was exhausted by continual vomiting accompanied by fever and delirium. Unquote. Eventually, Friar Bertoli died within a few days. Gross. Right? Yeah, that's weird. Mm-hmm. I thought so too. Spontaneous combustion, y'all. The creepiest shit I've ever heard in my life. That's no bueno. No. No, no, no. There's no explanation, yeah. and I don't fucking get it, because there are all these records of it, and scientists are scientific and smart and shit, and they still haven't figured it out. It's nasty. Nasty. Mm-mm. If you guys ever get curious, I mean, I just, I got really stuck on stupid with the other mysterious stories out there. There are a lot of them, but yeah, there we are, can do another mystery episode. We'll probably have to. There yeah. were some good ones I really wanted to read about. Give it a while. We'll do mystery two, electric boogaloo, <laughs> and it will be, it will be eccentric. Eccentric. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's something wow. <laughs> That's something else. There's a super talented artist you have to look up who made his debut on American Idol. Eccentric. Super cool. He's part man, part panther. Part baby panther. Wow. (laughs) He was amazing. Oh, no. Full grown. Full grown panther. Full grown panther. That's what he said. Baby panther. He's a full grown panther. He was a baby panther. Now he's a full grown panther. Anyway, uh, that's fucking nasty, right? Yeah, that's pretty gross. That's pretty gross. I had I had heard of spontaneous human combustion as a joke, and then I found out it was like a legitimate like theory and mm-hmm. real thing. I don't know. I was maybe fifteen or something, and you had told me about that documentary, and then I watched like YouTube videos on it. And was like, oh wow, yeah, that's gross. It's legit. <laughs> that's weird. It's legit. It's yeah. not like you know those fake ass pictures you see of like people who are obsessed with like Bigfoot or whatever. It's not like that. There are actual like taken by police and medical personnel photos of people who died from spontaneous human combustion. That old lady I talked about in the beginning, that one stuck with me for as long as it did because I saw a picture of the burnt spot in her house and the fucking foot with the slipper still on it. I've seen that one. Oh God, it's so nasty. Makes me think of like Supernatural. Yeah, for sure. Like the TV show. Yeah. And how like, just like the weird shit that could happen with like specific like demons Mm -hmm. and stuff. Like that's what it makes me think of. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of scientific theories, but like along with that, there are a lot of people with their own like supernatural type theories. I didn't look into those. Maybe we'll talk about that another time, but like, fuck. Yeah. It's freaky as shit. We'll, we'll talk more about spontaneous human combustion. Very likely. Yeah, man. I want to encourage you to look it up because it's so freaky, but at the same time, I don't want you to because it's so freaky. But at the same time, like, don't be a pussy and look it up. You, I mean, you'll never forget Just what go you on, see. Go to YouTube, you know, spontaneous human combustion. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, homie, let's spin this wheel. Yes, yeah, spin the time. wheel, man. Boom. All right, we got never doing that again. Never doing that again. Yeah. Like, mm. like, oh, yeah, man. Like, <laughs> shit. I got it. Never doing that again. What? I got it. Um, bingo. You went to bingo? I went to a bingo at a casino. 
one time. Oof. It was because me and Terry like had never, I mean, had never, we'd never been on on a vacation you together spent, before. You spent twenty five bucks and you got like two hours. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you got a while. We won fucking nothing at all. Yeah. But people put like fake Hawaiian, you know, lays yeah. over our necks. Uh huh. Then we sat down and we were just kind of like bullshitting and giggling because yeah. like bingo's where the old people and the poor young people go. We were poor young people yeah. at the time. Uh huh. We're still poor young people now. We won't go back to bingo. <laughs> yeah, it bingo, was boring no, as bingo, shit. You only go to bingo when like you literally you only have twenty bucks. Yeah. And you're like, fuck it. I'm no, gonna go though, waste my entire day. We lucked out because the one we went to, like the the like how much you had to pay to get in was way higher than twenty bucks. Mm. And it was like per person. And we got in because one of our one of our like good family friends kind of just like passed on like her benefits. She's like, I'm not going to be there that weekend anyway. You just take it. We were yeah. like, dope. Sure. Like we're not doing anything. We've never done it before. We'll probably just sit around drinking and like bullshitting anyway. And that's what we did. We snuck in a flask. Um, hey. So we're in there like drinking and like joking. And uh, it was, it was fun because we were there bullshitting, but like just bingo all on its own. was Stupid. Yeah. It's kind of boring. Super boring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Won't do that again. Mm-mm. Also, won't order food from the in-house casino cafe. See, that's where you're wrong. Casino cafe has got some great food. Not the one we went to. You went to Chumash. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Chumash has some. Chumash is a really like nice casino. Chumash. Like, it looks really nice. Chumash for you know our the Texas hot- the for, hotel rooms for really our nice. other than California listeners. There is a casino called Chumash in California, Southern California. It's nice. It's nice. If you if if uh if you're into wine, it's next to Solvang. Solvang and Buellton and that whole area. It really is nice. It's nice and romantic. Terry and I had a great time. But right next to right next to Lake Kachuma. Chumash has a cafe yeah. within the casino for the drunk people at like 3 a.m. Yeah, that's, we, that's where you get the good shit. We, it's 3 a.m. It was like a five-hour drive from where we lived at the time at Santa Clarita. Uh, no, five-hour drive. It was a lot. We had, nah. to drop, we had to drop Ryan off first. Where? Maybe it was Dean also, actually. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was. It was both kids. Yeah, where? At Noelle's? What, she's in Van Nuys? Where did we go? It was a long drive. Maybe it was three. Maybe I'm mixing it up. I was like, because dude- No, you're right. I think I'm mixing it up. The drive from- I'm sorry. It's going to be a five hour drive from where we are now to where we're going in a couple of weeks. Yeah. We're going to the Ozarks in a couple of weeks. Going to Ozarks. That's like a five to seven hour drive, depending on how how much you haul ass. No, it's about, it's like five and a half. We're like, our Airbnb is technically in Missouri. Hey, (laughs) nice. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I thought so. Yeah. So we're just gonna we're just gonna people show up in Missouri and see are it. like you guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> this place is shit. Nothing out here. <laughs> <laughs> we're just trying to get away, but uh, yeah, we we got the hookup at Chumash and we got in super late. Whatever we did, because we kind of took our time going up. You know, we were chatting. We stopped at restaurants. We're just kind of talking. We get there. It's super fucking late. We're hungry. So I'm like, well, I mean. It's not like we're drunk or even gambling, but like, do you think they'll give a shit if we go to the cafe? And he's like, no, like you pay to go into the cafe. They're not going to like make you gamble first. So we go in, we order food that sounds delicious on the menu. And then it like actually shows up at the table and it's garbage. Yeah. 
Yeah, you got to lower your standards to, to like zero. Pretty much. Yeah. Then you're happy. You're real happy <laughs> when you get it. Well, but like there was one thing on the Plus menu. You, you got to order things. You got to order things that no one can fuck up. Like you order the spaghetti. Mm-mm-mm. They're going to make that marinara sauce no. and it's not going to taste good. No. Okay. So you tell me like when, when someone tells you, hold on, wait, listen to me. Okay. When someone says I ordered fried jalapeno, what do you picture? Honestly, from a cafe, I picture breaded jalapeno with like cream cheese. Right. And like nasty shit all up in it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe like a side of ranch or like something like that. Mm -hmm. We got oiled, hot, unbreaded jalapenos. Two on a plate for $6. Oof. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. I mean, I would have eaten them. Terry did. Yeah. They weren't good. I believe that. They were basically just untouched jalapenos See, whenever, that had been thrown into an oiled pan. Whenever whenever we went to casinos, like they would experiment with what food they wanted. I just kind of just I just kind of vacuumed it down, you know. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, this is nasty." And I was like, "I'll fucking eat it." <laughs> <laughs> now, Terry really wanted the jalapenos. I did not. But they brought them and they were just these like steamy, slightly charred, oily jalapenos. <laughs> and Terry was like, oh my God, there's only two on here. Well, you Is think it $3? They'd be at least stuffed $3 like and oily jalapeno. No, there fucking wasn't anything on it. It was just a greasy jalapeno. See, that was just, that was just a lazy chef. Hell yeah. Was. Well, see, I, I mentioned that. I was like, did we maybe just come on a bad night? And then we looked at like the Yelp reviews and stuff and it was rated to like shit. It was awful. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. I don't know. See, I've never eaten at Chumash. They had good soup, though. Because there's always like great, great, great food in Solvang and Buellton. Oh, my God. That like, I just, I just, we just never ate there. Like, instead, we would go, we eat at like Anderson's. Mm-hmm. Well, see, I don't remember the names. We'd go into, well, Anderson's is like the world famous. They got the pea soup, which, by the way. I didn't have that. If you're, if you're in Buellton, Solvang area, you go, you go to Anderson's and you eat, you order the pea soup. It's fucking expensive as hell. Okay. It's like 10 bucks for like a bowl of soup, which like you wouldn't think cause you know, it's fucking soup. Right. But God damn, if that soup isn't delicious, See, it was amazing. And I, I honestly mm-hmm. like the thought of pea soup makes me want to gag, but this pea soup, fuck, it was so good. It was so mm-hmm. good. There is a right way to do peas. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a ton of restaurants in Buellton and Solvang that are fucking delicious that never once would I actually eat at Chumash. Mm-hmm. I just, I just drive oh, into Solvang. Oh, that was like, we learned from our mistake quick. Okay? Six we, bucks would have got a foot long. We ate there only what that once. Yeah. Learned our lesson. We never ate there again that whole, like we were there for maybe like three, four days, something like that. So we did that. And then we went to, there was this local grocery store slash like farmer's market. Yeah. And they had like, you know, like grind your own coffee beans machines there and like make your own peanut butter machines there and stuff like that. It was so, so good. We didn't get our food anywhere else that whole time. Uh, But by that, I mean like actual groceries to take back to the room. Like there were restaurants we went to. There was this one. I can't remember the names. There was this one with like these really delicious like milkshakes and these amazing burgers. And then there's this this other breakfast place really well known for like their pancakes. And the restaurant was all pink. That's the only thing I remember. It was really good food. We had a great time after that. But I will never again eat at a casino cafe. See, you can't say a casino cafe 
because I can tell you, not, not just regular casinos, I can tell you, shit, Indian casinos, Morongo Cafe had the, I'm going to say, well, I'm going to say top five best burgers I've had in my life. Doesn't make sense. Shouldn't happen, but it's true. The Morongo burger was dope. It was really? so good. Yes. Okay. Shit. Mind you, I was drunk, so who knows? But <laughs> yes, I recall great things. Okay. I got it. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna back the Morongo one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna back the Pachanga one. Okay. Okay. So far, those two stood out as good. Mind you, those are both in California. Literally anywhere else, I got no idea. But those two. Okay. Some solid food in those cafes. All right. Well, if you ever find yourself in Chumash, just know the cafe once served us really slick jalapenos and called them fried jalapenos and they were awful. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. All right. It, it's my turn. It is. Never. Never doing, doing that again. That again. Like, oh man, never doing that again. You know? Mm-hmm. What will I never do again? All right. I got, I got a weekish one. Okay. Just because I'm not going to go into specifics on the details. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But something that I will never do again. Okay. I will never go on a double date again. Okay. Ever. Been on a couple of them. Okay. Despised every second (laughs) of all of them. Why? It's horrible. It's just so weird. Like, because like, I'm, I'm so open and like out there. Yeah. That like, if you're with me, you're chill with that. Yeah. You know, and other couples are not that way. I don't know what you mean. Because I don't know if you, I don't know how you and Terry are in general, but like, like for me personally, like we're pretty outgoing and I don't mean, I don't mean outgoing. I don't mean outgoing. We've been on double dates before. I don't mean outgoing. I'm outgoing. The person I was with at the time, outgoing, outgoing wasn't a problem. Like I said, I'm open and I'm real. Something annoys me. I say it. Was it just the setting? It's no, it's just, it's the fact that like something, something on, on two of these occasions that I could think of something would happen or because like, it's not like we went on double dates with people we didn't know. Yeah. You know, it was people I know pretty fucking well. Okay. Right. And I can see something happened that annoyed them, but they don't say shit about it. And I'm like, the other uh, couple. Yeah. Something happened that one of them became super annoyed. Something I know. Oh shit. That person hates when that happens. <laughs> Yet it happened and nothing, no reaction was given. And so I'm, I'm sitting there like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I know for a fact you hate that shit. So you can't give like examples or anything without. I'm going to give very, very vague examples. Okay. Okay. I know for a fact. Okay. One person. We will say this person is male. Okay. Okay. Uh, I know for a fact that person absolutely hates arm hugging, <laughs> arm hugging, like, <laughs> and then like head leaning on the shoulder. Like a half hug. Like this is mine. Oh, yeah. Oh. I know for a fact. The possessive hug. The possessive, I'm grabbing your arm, I'm squeezing, and I'm leaning my head on your shoulder, and this is mine, and if anyone comes near, I will fight you. I know for a fact this, let's just say male, hates, hates, hates this. Hates it with a passion. Yikes. And you watched and it. And I witnessed it happen right in front of me, and then nothing came of it. And so now, either one of two things has happened. <laughs> either I have been lied to. <laughs> <laughs> for a while about something so small that why would you lie? Why would you make this up to lie about it? Yeah. Or this person is a bitch in front of me. So awkward. Obviously the latter sounds more likely <laughs> and it's just weird. I can't do it. I can't, I can't be there. I can't like, like if I didn't know you, 
You know, like if, if my coworker who like, we talked a little bit, but like, I've never actually hung out with you outside of work was like, Hey, I'm going on a, I'm going on a date with blah, blah, blah. Maybe you can bring blah, blah, blah. And we can go on a double date or something. Right. Sure. I don't know you. That's mm -hmm. fine. I think that would be okay because I wouldn't know you and I wouldn't be judging any situation that has happened, that it will be happening. But the fact it's that a clean like slate. double dates almost always happen with close friends. Yeah. No, I mean, or just friends. Or close friends. What, two of the people in that double date are close friends, almost always. Okay. Right? And when but that see, happens, you know each other. You yeah. know, oh shit, you've complained to me about that exact thing multiple times. Right. I would not expect that this person that you brought with you would do that thing. Yet that thing has been done. Because if it was me personally, and I said, uh, I knew for a fact, oh yeah, absolutely, I hate, I don't know, Let's just go with the same situation. The arm hugging and the possessive like head lean on the shoulder, like squeeze, like, no, he's with me. You know, mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Yes. That sort of thing. I, that would. Like very like Ryan Howard and Kelly Kapoor. Yes. If that were to happen to me, I'd be like, whoa, I don't, I don't care who's in front of me. Mm -hmm. Because if you're this close to me, that means you know how I am. Right. right? And if that happened, I'd be like, whoa, nope, we're not doing that. And I would do a little arm shake. Little and I, I shake her off I'm like there you go there you go let's relax yeah <laughs> okay that's yeah. me and no. so when i when i witness people submitting to the kelly kapoorness to yeah to the possessive controlling other half okay mm -hmm. it hurts me yeah and therefore i will never go on a double date i understand never again um i have never i've been on i think one double date yep See, it was big when I was in high school. The first double date I ever went on, I was already married to Terry and it was another married couple. I thought, oh, great. This is going to be a drama free double date. See, that's they're never drama free. Huge mistake. That was never doing that again. Never do a double dates, guys. Double dates are for 15 year olds and 80 year olds. I honestly, I think double dates could work just as long as you know you're with reasonable people. Like don't test the waters okay, with people yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. that well. No, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. If you're gonna double date, make sure you're both married and you're both happily married, both couples. If Cannot, you're not, if you're not married, mm -hmm. it won't go well, both. And if you're not happily married, it definitely won't go well. Make sure you're both happy, make sure you both are married and make sure you both, you all, all four of you hang out all the time anyway. So like, it's really just a hangout, but you can call right. it a double date, right. whatever. Double uh -huh. dates are the worst and I am never doing that again. <laughs> uh, this has been episode 12. Episode 12. Of three shots in. For episode sure. 12, sure. we're 12 episodes in. 12. It's, you know what? The reason it's hard to keep track of is because today, Bastards released. Yes. Which was episode 10. No, it was. No, oh, it was, shit, it was. It was. Fuck me. The next one. So next week it will be the aliens one. Yeah. Which we have not named yet. And that will be episode 11. Yeah. And then this episode will air the week after next. Yeah, guys, bear with us. All right. Not only is this whole thing confusing, but we're intoxicated every time we try to think about it. I mean, you know, it's kind of part of the fun. Like, I know you can tell we're slurring our words and saying ridiculous things and going on tangents and we barely make make any sense by the end of it. But yeah, it's, it's a little, it's a little hard to maintain our yeah. memory on what's going on. I mean, on. look, when it all comes down to it. Okay. And what it all boils down to. 
it's all figured out just yeah. Cause I got a one hand in my pocket. Uh, I forgot where I was going. This is one of those things. I don't even remember what the fuck I was saying. Nope. So I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming look, there was a point there somewhere. So you, you astute people can find it. I'm sure. Yeah. We're just, we're having a good time. We're tossing back some drinks. We're hanging out. We're talking to each other. And then by the end of it, you know, we're, we're sounding super silly and that's part of the fun. So bear with us because we're going to sound real dumb every now and then. And we're going to forget a lot. Like I think, I don't think anybody's noticed yet. No one, none of our friends have said anything. And and by that, by friends, I mean the ones who have been supportive and have actually listened. There were two episodes in a row where I told the same exact story. That's true. You did. It was about winking. And no one said anything. When I was a kid, I was like, oh, you know. See, that can mean two things. Yeah. Either you said it just differently enough that no one noticed or no one fucking cares about what you have to say because I'm the star of the show and (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 12 of Three Shots In. We talked about our mysterious, mystical mysteries. Mysterious and mystical. Uh, Go ahead and email us at fanmail at threeshotsin.com. Uh, email us, fanmail at threeshotsin.com. I don't care what the fuck you're going to say. Just say it in an email. But we, we are going to end this recording here in the next few seconds. But not before we give you the sneak peek as to what next week's theme is. And it's going to be the next week theme is...